0: 21st Precinct, Sergeant Waters. Oh, wait a minute. What's the address? Yeah. All right. Now, what's the trouble there? There's gas leaking from one apartment. Well, how do you know it's leaking? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I see. You are in the muster room at the 21st Precinct, the nerve center. A call is coming through. You will follow the action taken pursuant to that call from this minute until the final report is written in the 124 room at the 21st Precinct. All right. The officers will be right over there. Right away, yeah. You wait outside for them and show them where you think
1: it is. Okay. 21st Precinct. Just lines on a map of the city of New York.
0: I was working my night tour, 4 p.m. to 8 a.m. It had been a busy night in the precinct. Before midnight, there was a three-alarm fire in a tenement house on 76th Street, a mugging in the 77th Street station of the Lexington Avenue subway, a pedestrian struck by an automobile on Park Avenue, and an armed robbery of a bar and grill on 3rd Avenue. With the exception of the mugging, in which case the victim took a cab to the station house, I had rolled on each of these calls. Following the last, the armed robbery, I got into sector car number two, in which I was on patrol as recorder. I instructed the operator, patrolman Daniel Mercado, to return to the station house. And he proceeded in that direction under the L structure along 3rd Avenue. I don't know, Captain. When you say they were 17 or 18 years old, you yep. 17-year-olds picking up bars. Yep. You're about somebody over 20 getting in trouble lately. It's an exception. What's matter with these kids, anyway? I wish I knew, Mercado. Guns and knives and gang fights and muggings. How will they have to get before they learn? Well, I've got to have somebody to teach them before they can learn. Yes, sir. I guess that's the answer. That's over 681. Hey. That's one for the 21st. Ah, uh, 681 at 78, East Madison Avenue, A. At 792 East 83rd, a gas leak in the building. Emergency, squad and ambulance. Make the run, Mikado. We're hey. almost on top of it. Yes, sir. Then fall. You're in the clear. Yes, sir. All right, go on, make the turn. You're okay. There it is. All right, come on. Yes, sir. Officer, this is it this time. Did you call the police? Yeah, I'm the stupid John, John Parazzoni. Is this the house, Captain? Yeah. Where is it? What floor? I don't know. One of the tenants called me upstairs. He smelled gas in the hall. I was up in the hall, and it's lousy with gas. I couldn't tell where it comes from. You think it's lousy with gas? It's all over the place. Mercado. Yes, sir. Stay down here. Help the people out. Don't let anyone in. Yes, sir. And keep them away from those mailbox bells. Come on, John. Sure. Let's find it. Folks, take it easy. You'll get out. Yeah, we'll get out. To come on. Take come it on, do Where do you think it was coming from, John? Well, it smelled to me like the second floor, but I don't know. It smells the same all over. Now, how many tenants in the building? There's four floors, two families to a floor. That's the moors that I got them out. I thought at first it was from them. I knocked on the door, but it wasn't. What about the family in front? There was no answer there. Sergeant Waters? Yes, sir. Well, send somebody to get the people off the first floor. Yes, See they sir. open their windows. Yes, sir. And then come up here. It's up here someplace. Yes, sir. Tony, Get those doors down here. Fight the people out. Open their windows. There wasn't no answer, second floor front. Well, I don't think it's from here anyway. I think it's from upstairs. Wherever it's from, it just smells a I was gonna say ring all the doorbells and get the people out. Oh, no, that's no good. A doorbell might cause a spark. Could be an explosion. Oh, yeah. Never thought of that. Oh, those people left the door open. That's well, it's not there. No. What about in front there? That's the Rostons. It could really cause an explosion, huh? Or the doorbell, I mean. Well, they have caused explosions. Doorbells and telephones. Captain, are you there? Yeah, here, Sergeant. They're all on the first floor. When is all open? Where is it? Either here or on the fourth floor. Police officers. Anybody in there? Macado, I thought I posted you down at the mailboxes. I left Barrow at the mailboxes and told Mikado to come up with me. Oh, OK. Sergeant, uh, take Mikado and go upstairs. Yes, sir. Come on, Mikado. OK, sir. So All right, with you. Uh, Sergeant. Uh, yes, sir. Be careful about causing sparks. Yes, sir, do Police officers, open up. Could be in there. Is that what you take say? Phone, well, on. it could be. Yeah, I'd say so, too. It just smells pretty lousy here. You got a passkey, John? Uh, no, I don't have passkeys to these apartments. They all got special locks in this building. Captain, it's up here. Okay, coming. Where? In the front. What? That's the apples. Did you see them go out? No, as a matter of fact, I didn't. Sure, that's it, Sergeant? Yes, sir. Coming out from under the door, Captain. This is it for sure. He's got no pass, so Shall we kick it in? Yeah, I guess we'll have to. Now listen, you gotta break down the door. I'm responsible for that. The landlord will be around here shooting all kinds of questions. Never mind the landlord now. Okay, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Hit it right at the lock. One good one ought to do it. Yes, sir. Well? Need more than one good one, Captain. All right, try it again. Now listen, be careful, will you? Go ahead, yes, sir. Once more. Go on, try again. Yes, sir. That's yeah, got All right, easy now, easy. This is it, all right. Where's the kitchen? That way. Sergeant, get the windows. Yes, sir. Mercado, turn off the burners. Yes, sir. yes, Mrs. Apple. Yes, sir. yes. Sir. yes sir. The burners are all off. He's <laughs> dead. The burners are off, Captain. All four of them were on. That's yes. the oven. Mrs. Apple, all right. Mercado, get the emergency squad up here. Yes, sir. Right away, Captain. Yes, Captain. How far gone is he? It looks pretty far gone to me. You better get over and stick your head out that window, John. Get yeah. some air. Where's the phone in here? I don't know. It's a living room, I think. Hey, you don't think it's gonna explode, do you? Find the phone, Captain? Yeah, here it is. Hold the wire a second. Sergeant. Yes, Captain. See if we can get more of a draft through here. Yes, sir. Okay. Hello. Is this Region 44099? Yes, this is Region 44099. Hold on. Sergeant, see what you can do for her. Yes, Hello. Who is this? This is a police officer. Police officer? Well, where's my wife? Are you Mr. Heppel? That's right. What's the matter? Well, where are you? Well, Well, I'm I think you better come home right away, Miss Temple. There's been an accident here. An accident? What kind of an accident? Listen, she hurt. Is she all right? Well, we don't know. We just got here. We found her on the floor. The gas burners were on. The gas burners? I'll be right there. Boy, well, that was lucky. Lucky there was no explosion. Yeah. You never think it from her. Nice woman. Very nice woman. You'd never think she'd do away with herself. but try to. Any response from her, Sergeant? No. No, sir. Have they lived here long, John? The Heppels you mean? Yep. Yeah. How long have they lived here? Oh, they were here before I came to work. I've been here three years. It's clearing out in here now. Yeah. Uh, John, what does he do? Mr. Hepple? Yeah, Mr. Hepple. He's a salesman. He sells something. I don't know whatn't. He does all right, I guess. I think maybe they might have a chat with the Captain. Good. That's with her. Boy, after all that gas. I'll check on the emergency squad. Yes, sir. You come with me, John. I'm right with you, Captain. Now, look at that. door. landlord ain't going to like that. McCullough? Yes, sir? Did you check on the emergency squad? Captain. ride. I'll be out to as I get the equipment out of the car. OK. Everything under control, Captain? Yeah, it's okay. So can I let the people back in their apartments? We're beginning to rain outside. All right, let them in. But no smoking. Yes, sir. Uh, John, did uh Mrs. Heppel seem despondent to you lately? What do you mean, despondent? Well, depressed. In a mood that she might do something like this. No, I wouldn't say that. Why is it
1: this water the way up
0: Yeah. Of course, I couldn't tell when anybody is depressed or despondent. I wouldn't know that. Is she going to be all right, you think? I don't know. Why would anybody want to do something like this? That's what I can't figure out. What could be a reason? I don't know, John. Let's hope we get
1: a chance to ask her that. Listening to 21st Precinct, a factual account of the way police work in the world's largest city.
0: Within minutes, two patrolmen from the emergency service squad arrived upstairs with apparatus and were at work attempting to revive the gas victim, Mrs. Margaret Heppel. For this and other rescue work, 13 emergency service squads are strategically located throughout the city of New York. A specially designed truck, equipped with hundreds of rescue devices, is maintained by each of these squads. In addition, two radio emergency patrol cars, equipped for light rescue duty, are assigned to each squad, and perform around-the-clock patrol duty within their territory to augment the regular precinct patrol force. Almost as soon as the emergency squad men got to work, An ambulance from Beth David Hospital arrived, and the ambulance attendant hurried upstairs to assist the officers. By that time, the odor of gas had cleared out of the kitchen, and along with Sergeant Waters, I watched as the specialist struggled fiercely to revive the woman. At the end of 15 minutes, there was still no response. How much uh, pressure have you got on this? It's all right, it's fine. What do you say she is, Captain? About 35? Yeah. About that. Think they're going to be able to do any good? Well, they haven't done much good so far, Sergeant. No, they haven't. Look around on this
1: side, will you?
0: Okay. Ah, husband ought to be here by now. Oh, I don't think he's had time to get uptown. Guess not, Captain. Oh, uh... Here's a detective. Hello, Captain. Matt, Senator King. Hi, Fitz. Hello, Sergeant. How are they doing, Captain? No response yet, Matt. Any pulse there? Did you leave a note, Sergeant. No, sir. None of we found. All four burners were wide open, Matt. The oven jet was on. The oven door was open. Wasn't any accident. Keep it lit warm, will you? What's the name, Sergeant? Mrs. Margaret Heppel. Age? We don't know. Move. looks about 35. Where's Mr. Heppel? Well, the phone rang almost as we hit the door, man. The phone? Yeah. Lucky the roof didn't blow out. Oh, it sure is. Who was it? The husband. Oh, was it? Yeah. Is that so still good? He said he was at a sales meeting at the hotel after. Oh. He's on his way here now. Why did he call, did he say? He wanted to talk to his wife. <laughs> Let's take a look around, Captain. Seth, you and the sergeant stay here. Okay. Hold it now. We'll switch over tanks. Okay. How's she doing? Any response yet? Uh, no, sir. Not yet. Okay. Switch them over. Keep it going. Keep it going, huh? She, uh, she took those too, Matt. I guess she wanted to make a good job of it. No telling how many she used out of the bottle. What are they, sleeping tablets? Well, that's what they look like. We haven't touched them. Seth, come over here and get these sleeping tablets together. This window was closed tight, Matt, but not locked. Uh-huh. What's in the other rooms, Captain? Find any notes there? Mm, we didn't see any. You want to take a look? Yes. All right. Uh, keep that pressure there. Who discovered it, Captain? That's this. One of the tenants smelled gas in the hall, called to the super. super rang in with it. Mercado and I were heading back to the house from that armed robbery. We were just around the corner when the call came over. We got here first. Pretty nice furniture. They must not be too badly off. No, I guess not. How'd you get inside? We kicked in the door. Oh. Wasn't the cane on the door? No, but it was locked. You did kick it, Captain. Two hundred and ten pounds kicked it in, Sergeant Warner. Captain, the husband's on his way up. I seen him get out of a cab. Okay, so John. I hurried up to tell you. How is she? No response yet. Oh, it's too bad. This is Lieutenant King, commander of the twenty-first detective squad. John Parazzoni, the superintendent of the building. All right, Please to make-up, Where is she? All right, Mister Apple, just take it easy. Will you? Where is she? The officers are working on her with respirator equipment. There's nothing you can do. I just suggest that you stay out here with us. There's something I can do. There must be. I know how you feel, and I know that you want to help her all that you can. Well, of course I want to help her. Then I suggest that you stay out here and let the officers do their work. How is she? Do you you think she has chance? Well, they wouldn't be working on her if she didn't. Well, Mr. Happel, why don't you come downstairs to my apartment? They'll let you know what's going on. I not you, Captain. No, I don't want to get down there. I want to stay here. You can stay here, Mr. Happel. Right here. But is she going to be all right? That's what I want to know. Is she going to be all right? Well, we're doing our best. That's all I can tell you. You should see what they got in there. You should see the equipment. Just tell me honestly. Do you think she has a chance? She's got a chance, Mr. Happel. A good chance. Oh, uh, Mr. Heffel, this is Lieutenant King, commander of the 21st detective squad. Detective squad? Yes, that's right. Well, what are the detectives doing here? What do we need detectives for? We roll on every unusual occurrence. In a case like this, we investigate to see that there are no suspicious circumstances. You didn't find any suspicious circumstances around here, did you? No, we didn't. That well, depends on what you'd call suspicious. Uh, John, why don't you go down and tell all the tenants that they can go back into their apartments now? Oh, I told them all already. Uh, well, go downstairs anyway. Well, what's uh, go down to your own apartment. Uh, all right. Get out of my own apartment. Of... What does he mean? It depends on what you call suspicious. He didn't mean anything, Mr. Apple. He must have meant something. He said it. He said it. We didn't. Listen, can I... Can I just go in there and have a look at her? I'd like to look at her and see what I can do to help. There's nothing you can do, Mr. Heppel. You're positive about that? Because if there is, I want to do it. I'm positive. Mr. Happel, what time did you leave the apartment tonight? Well, I guess it was about 7.15, 7.30. You have dinner here? Yeah, sure, I had dinner here. Did your wife give any indication that she was in a depressed mood? No, she didn't. She didn't at all. Was she feeling all right when you left? Well, of course she was. She wasn't feeling all right. I wouldn't have gone. You told the captain that you were at the hotel after at a sales meeting, is that right? Yeah, that's right. The meeting was called for 8 o'clock, so it must have been 7.15, 7.30 when I left the house. So what do you sell? Well, I, I work for the supermarket. You know, I'm sort of a promotion man for a bakery. I go around to the supermarket, see that the bread and the cakes, the cookies are all displayed. It's nice. The root man is servicing the supermarkets okay. That's my job to tend to that. Did you work today? Yeah, sure. I worked today. I worked every day. Listen, couldn't, couldn't you give me any indication of how she's going to be? I'm worried. I'm awfully worried. We understand that. I'd like to be able to go in and see her. I wish you'd let me. Mr. Hample, there's nothing you can possibly do that's not being done already. you have got plenty of chance to see her. But she may die. She may be dead now. Well, if you insist on going in, Mr. Happel, I'll take you. But I think you're better off waiting out here with us. Well, all right, if that's what you think. What time did you get home from work, Mr. Happel? Oh, it must have been about a quarter to six. I think it was just about a quarter to six because I went in and got washed up and turned on the radio. The six o'clock news. I listened to the six o'clock news. Was your wife home when you got here? Yeah, sure. She was home. What did she say to you when you got home? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know exactly what she said. Did you notice whether she was troubled about anything? No. But I told you if she was troubled about anything, I wouldn't have gone to the sales meeting. What time did you have dinner? Well, it was about 6.30, I guess. The news was over. I sat, read the paper for a few minutes, and she called me to come in. What did you have for dinner? Uh, meatloaf. Just meatloaf? No, that was the main dish. She had a vegetable, some coffee, something else, some dessert, some cake I brought home. What'd you do after dinner? I helped her with the dishes. Do you help her with the dishes every night? Well, most every night. Did you have any kind of an argument with her before you left? What do you mean, argument? We were quarreling. No, we weren't quarreling. Why do you ask that? We weren't quarreling. We had no argument. Did you helped her with the dishes? Put a fresh tie on and I left? Go to the sales meeting, like I told you. I don't know what makes you think we were arguing. I was just trying to find out why she would do this, Mr. Heffold. You don't seem to have any answer. Oh, I don't. That's the truth. I don't. Has she ever tried anything like this before? Uh, Margaret? Yeah. No, she hasn't. Not that I know of. I'm sure she hasn't. You know, they're taking an awful long time in there. I wish you'd do something. I wish they'd get something done. They're not going to give up hope, are they? No, they won't give up hope. Not while there's a chance. Has she been in good health, Miss Pepple? For my wife? Yes. Well, she's been all right, I guess. Just all right? Well, like anybody else, she's had her bad days. Feeling bad, you know. Has she been under the care of the doctor? Well, as a matter of fact, she has. Is she really ill? She never told me what was the matter. She went to this doctor three or four times. Whenever I asked her about it, she wouldn't say anything. I didn't think it was much. She wasn't in a despondent mood when you left the house? No, no, she was all right. She was fine. Are you sure about that? I'm positive. You don't have any idea why she'd do something like this. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She was worried about something. What? Well, she's been worried about her sister. Her only sister. Her sister's been in a sanitarium upstate. You know, she got a, a bad chest, TB. You think she might have been despondent over her sister? Well, I didn't say that. Look, you're asking me to search my mind and see if I can think of something else she'd be despondent over. That's the only thing I can think of her sister. Now please, please let me go in. I want to see her. I've, I've got to see her. All right. Okay, man. Sure, it happens. Okay. Oh, Mr. Uh, Heppel. Yeah. Why did you telephone home? What do you mean? As soon as the police officers got in the apartment, the phone rang with you. Oh. Why'd you call her? Oh, I. I don't remember that. Oh, I I wanted to tell her I'd be home in about a half hour. I wanted to know if she'd like me to bring some ice cream, something like that. Sometimes she asked me to bring ice cream home. That's what I wanted to find out. Can we go in now? Okay. Has she been taking sleeping tablets, Mr. Hepple? We had some around here. If she couldn't sleep, she took one. Nothing like a habit. Just occasionally, you know. If she couldn't sleep, sometimes I took her myself. She's in the kitchen. Thanks. Oh, uh, Sergeant, this is Mister Heppel. Is she going to be all right. now I'm working, Mister Heppel. All right, let's try it a little bit more. I know they're working with it. She's going to be all right. I've got to know that. Got to know she's going to be all right. That's good. That's good. We're getting some response are getting some response, Captain. Good. All right. Get back out of the way, man. Give me some room to work. Thanks, Captain. Thanks a lot. You can make that mixture a little richer now. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's good. What do you think? She's coming around. Looks like she might be all right. Got some pulse. Good pulse. Okay. Good work. She's coming around, Mr. Heppel. Is she? They say they think she'll be all right. Are they sure? they're pretty sure, Mr. Heppel. Captain. Excuse me. Okay, put it on supplemental. Yeah. What is it? He's conscious, Captain. All right, cut it. I want to take the mask off. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Heppel? uh, Mr. Heppel? um, I'm dizzy. I'm very dizzy. You'll be all right. I'm very dizzy. She'll have a shot of caffeine to counteract those sleeping pills as soon as she gets in the hospital, Captain. Uh, I do feel very well. Mr. Heppel. I feel terrible. Yeah. Come here. Very bad. How is she? Uh, is she all right? I'm
1: dizzy.
0: Oh, uh, well, Margaret, what uh, happened? What did you do? Ed, I'm sorry. Sorry, Ed. Why did you do it? I feel terrible. Don't try to move, Mrs. Heppel. Why did you do it? I don't know. I was just tired. Very tired. Margaret, honey. All right, Mr. Heppel, You better let them get her to the hospital. Very tired. All right, open up that stretcher. Now, Captain, I'll see you at the station house. Thanks, Captain. Thanks a lot. That's all right. Oh, she was lucky. Very lucky. Yes, she was. But that isn't very hard. Not when you don't want to be lucky. 25th preaching, Sergeant Waters. Shooting where? No shooting. Well, are there police officers there? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? Are you upstairs or down on the platform? Well, which way did he go? Oh, he did, huh? And so it goes. All right. Around the clock through the week, every day, every year. A police precinct in the city of New York is a flesh-and-blood merry-go-round. Anyone can catch the brass ring. Or the brass ring can catch anyone.
1: 21st Precinct, a factual account of the way the police work in the world's largest city, is presented with the official cooperation of the Patrolmen's Benevolent Association, an organization of more than 20,000 members of the Police Department, City of New York. Everett Sloan in the role of Captain Kennelly, Ken Lynch as Lieutenant King. Featured in tonight's cast were Bryna Rayburn, Harold Stone, Bill Lipton, John Shea, Joseph Julian, and Phil Sterling. Written and directed by Stanley Niss. Produced for CBS Radio by John Ives. Art Hannah speaking.